Today we're back at it in the MLS offseason talking about the Philadelphia Union as they have made a striker signing, probably not the signing you were expecting, but one that I actually feel pretty damn good about. So today we're going to talk about the signing of Julian Carranza. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to today's video. Welcome, everybody. It is your boy, El Parcero Philly, the United of all things sports and culture. Before we dive in, ladies and gentlemen, happy holidays to all. And we're finally at, we're at December 23rd, and the Philadelphia Union give the Philadelphia Union fans a little bit of a gift, an early gift, despite what you think of it. It is it is a gift for all of us Union fans. So today we're going to talk about the signing that the Union have done, or loanee sign that the Union have done. And, of course, before we dive into today, ladies and gentlemen, please do not forget, if you're watching this, and if you enjoy it, please hit that like button. It would truly mean the world to me if you guys could hit that like button as well as subscribe to the channel. Uh, we do talk about Philly sports all the time, including the Philadelphia Union. We also talk about the Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies, and the Flyers. So make sure you're joined on in and hit that subscribe button and never miss any of this Philly sports content. And we are also broadcasted through DSM Media. Make sure you guys check out DSM Media as well for all of your Philly sports needs. And I will leave the link in the description below for all of your needs. But of course, as we are talking today, the Philadelphia Union have made the striker signing that we were have been anticipating. We all remember the closing press conference by Jim Curtin and by Ernst Tanner on the season. And the union talking about how they're making a striker signing this offseason and how they were pretty close to negotiations with a striker to join on with this team. And it was announced here today that the union have made, made that signing official. They have gone out into the MLS. Nonetheless, this guy is coming from the MLS. They have acquired Julian Carranza from Inter Miami uh, on loan. In return, they sent over to Inter a second-round super draft pick. So essentially for nothing, we get this uh, DP striker uh, who comes here to Philadelphia. And uh, listen, let's put it blankly here. So for, before we dive into my thoughts about Julian Carranza, a little background about him. He is a 21-year-old striker, so he is of drinking age. He was born in 2000. This is a baby we got here. Uh, but uh, Julian comes from on Oncatavo, Argentina, a small little town in Argentina. Um, he played his his youth career with Banfield, and he played his beginning of his career with Banfield as well, a youth product from Banfield, which, from my understanding, has improved upon over the past couple of years. Uh, my boy, James Rodriguez, was part of Banfield as well. I don't think he was part of the youth academy because he was with Envigado first and Banfield, and now I'm going over a different tangent now. But uh, from Banfield, he gets signed in 2019 for the 2020 season, Inter-Miami's first season. Uh, he gets signed on that season. Uh, he got loaned back to Banfield for the rest of 2019 season. 2020, he comes in. Obviously, we all know what happened in our country and around the world. The COVID outbreak, the quarantine, the shutdown of everything, including our MLS. Um, so he really didn't get a chance to play. Uh, and it was interesting. You know, he had a tough time getting onto the field. Obviously, we know Inter Miami and David Beckham. Actually, we don't know. We don't know exactly what David Beckham and Miami were exactly doing per se, but we do know that they went out. They signed Gonzalo Higuain. You know, David wanted to do the big splash DP. He got himself Iguain, and we all know how that went at, went down. Um, so he really had a tough time finding some minutes with with Inter Miami, um, and 
look, I remember covering, and it's actually funny, I have a video on my YouTube channel back in 2019 when Inter Miami made this signing. I really felt like Inter Miami was heading in the right direction. At the time, we were looking at how the MLS was growing, and they were signing a lot of young uh, South American internationals with with uh, with, poss- with, with, uh, with possibility and with that with the anticipation that these guys can come in and deliver kind of like what you saw with Atlanta United do, did with Josef Martinez and Miguel Almiron. Inter-Miami, before the 2020 season, signed um, Julian Carranza and Mateus Pellegrini. And I think Pellegrini, if I'm not mistaken, went uh, he left Miami. And now Carranza has gone as well. So that goes to tell that goes to show you what Miami is a big dysfunction altogether. Um, but look, the fact is when we're looking at this signing here, when I look at it overall, I just see a move here that is a low-risk, high-reward type of deal. Um, he doesn't occupy an international spot. He does have his American green card. Uh, this is a kid who, at only 21 years of age, didn't get a real opportunity with Miami. He still had three goals in, let's say, uh, a year and a half with Inter-Miami. Um, and he didn't get an, a, a clear shot to, to, to show what he has. The kid's potential is there. Kid's got some strength. He's, he's got speed. He's a, he's a good finisher as well. Just watching some of the highlights, he had some nice finishes in, in, uh, for goals for Banfield. Um, he's, he actually has Inter-Miami's first, I, I believe it was the, his, the first home game in, in Inter-Miami Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know what it's called, uh, but he had the first goal in there as well. Um, look. Kid is right now valued at three million dollars. Miami bought him for, I believe, around six million dollars, and you're paying him around what seven hundred k for a base salary this season. This is a low risk, and I and I and I and it's funny. Union Twitter, Union Nation, we're Philly sports fans. Let's just put them as Philly sports fans in general. We overreact a lot. We we don't know how to breathe. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I I overreact a little bit when I first saw this. I think for me, what turned me off was the fact that. It was an MLS player, but it was a player that came from a dysfunctional club like Miami. It, there's no there's no secret. Miami's one of the most dysfunctional clubs right now in the MLS. So seeing a player come from Miami to here, I just was a little bit turned off. But look, he's getting out of a bad situation, coming into a really good situation here in Philadelphia. He's got good players to play around. I mean, just look at the opportunities that could have been there in the playoffs, just the playoffs alone, if we would have had a number nine to who could put away goals at will anytime, any day. We love Casper Shibuka. We've talked about this. We've debated this all offseason long. Listen, as much as you guys love Casper Shibuko, he has his deficiencies, okay? What we're, tr- what we're trying to go right now, Casper Shibuko cannot be the every game striker. I'm sorry, right? And with this signing now, you have the ability to have a nice three-headed monster up there. You can go back to the 4-4-2 diamond if you want. If you know, It's obviously up to Sergio. I believe this kid is more of a number nine than he is like a holding forward. So I don't see how you play them both together unless you want to play like like you did with Corey and Casper and, and Shibilko. Uh, Julian does have some speed. Corey Burke's speed, I'll have to see that when, when he gets here. But uh, you have some options to play here with Julian Carranza. Um, and I just think that him coming into the situation, playing with Jim, uh, playing under Jim's system, I think it's going to do wonders for him. And and obviously this is a city where we're going to push him. Uh, it's it, he's going to have to work his ass off. I mean, nothing is granted. He's not coming in here being the starter right away. He's going to have to come in here. He's going to have to work. He's going to have to show what he has. 
Um, as far he does have some international experience. He played with the U17s back in 2017. He had four appearances and three goals. And if I'm and I'm not mistaken, he played with the U23s as well back in 2019. And he actually got a goal. He scored a goal in the World Cup qualifiers against my Colombia. So there you go. And of course, having another Latino, especially a, a, a Argentinian striker. It's absolutely beautiful. You know, we, we, all these seasons we've been like, oh, I hate Tati Castellanos, but he's scoring goals for NYCFC. And he's playing absolutely fantastic. I'm, I don't know if Julian Carranza can beat Tati Castellanos. I would, that would be fantastic. But I think that the upside, it, it, he, it's definitely there. The potential is definitely there. We just have to see where his mindset's at right now. But I just want to believe that just the system that we have right now, everyone has been thriving within the system. I mean, just like even like we just talked about Casper Shabilko. Okay, no one thought that Casper Shabilko, listen, he... He is, he's cl close to beating Sebastian Latou's all-time goal-scoring uh, record that Seba's held all these years now. Um, and Casper's almost there. He he has performed above his weight since coming here off a free transfer, let's face it. Sergio Santos, I feel like, has been a great signing. Uh, Jose Brujo Martinez, Leon Flock, Jakob Glesnitz, the list goes on and on. So I just want to believe that this is more so going to be a Brujo, Sergio, Leon type of signing and less an Andrew Vutin, Matisse, Davo, Matisse Orovich type of signing. So I just think for right now, we just have to wait and see. But I don't think you guys should be hating on this. I know Uni fans want the the Jamie Vardy's, the Ellen Jekos, the uh, Mario Balotelli's, the, those type of strikers of the world. But we have to remember right now the way soccer works worldwide, we are kind of in a weird spot to be buying players, big-time players. You're not going to buy a big-time player in the winter transfer market unless it's a guy who's going to be retiring. And I don't want that. As much as you guys do, I don't want that. That's not usually how you win. And when you have, and, and it's so true what Ern says, when you have guys who make those big salaries and you come here and you got guys like Alejandro Bedoya is making less than a million dollars or about a million dollars in his salary. Yeah, the, the highest paid players, what, Gazak's making almost three million? Like that is definitely, that definitely is like a like a little hinder into the chemistry in, in the dressing room. And, and I always talked about this. If you're going to go out and get a DP signing of that stature, I want it more to be like Wayne Rooney and less like a Zlatan Ibrahimovic because what Wayne did, when he came in and you saw what happened that season he turned the culture around himself and you saw how they were able to make the playoffs he was an absolute leader and he produced in in the you know, on the pitch as well and he also he also got himself in a little bit of trouble off the pitch but I'm, I'm kidding guys a little little side tangent again but uh, I think that this signing here he's a DP caliber player uh, he's a DP um, he's got a DP contract but you bring him on here for loan the kid's got so much potential and I just really think, in all honesty, he just needs an opportunity. And that's something Miami could not give him. And then Miami Miami needs herself an opportunity to give himself a chance to be a comparable MLS club. So overall, looking at this, I'm not mad at it. I'm okay with it. Um, it's not the sexy signing that we probably anticipated. But when you look at the way the Union build, this is how they build. They would much rather find themselves a player who uh, you find them for cheaper you you get the most out of them. You get you get their potential out of them, um, and you just build a complete team. You know and that that's just what they want to do. Jay is not going to spend a, a ridiculous amount of money. And the thing is, they are spending money. Like the salary has gone up a little bit, but for the Philadelphia Union, if you look at it, and also to the money that they are investing into this youth academy, this youth academy is going to be a big part of what this club is doing. It it already is. I mean, you've seen what we did uh, last offseason, selling Brandon and selling Mark. 
Um, and it's going to continue happening. I mean, next year, anticipate Paxson Aronson, Quinn Sullivan, Jack McGlynn, heck, maybe Cole Turner, uh, maybe Sorensen, to get uh, Nathan Harrell to get some serious minutes and to be a big part of this club, and that is what the goal is. That is the b blueprint, and then you plug away. You find players to fill the holes in, in your transfer markets in the winter and in the summer. So um, overall, I don't think we should be mad at this. I'm, I like the signing. I think the upside is there. And this is Philly. You know, we love our underdogs. Julian Carranza right now is an underdog. He, you know, just got lost in the shuffle of a terrible, terrible situation in Miami. And now he's going to come in here and hopefully he scores 20 goals in his first season and everyone can put a smile on their face and stop overreacting. Relax. Relax. All right, guys, so before we completely sign off, I completely forgot to mention that the U.S. Open Cup, Lamar Hunt's U.S. Open Cup, is back in 2022. That is big news. Obviously, the past two seasons, we were without this tournament, which is pretty big as far as implications for CONCACAF Champions League. As we all know, uh, last year we had Atlanta make it again because they were the 2019 U.S. Open Cup winners. And then this year, uh, we got Colorado Rapids and we also got the Seattle Sounders. Seattle in there because they were the highest ranked American team. Uh, and then the uh, Colorado Rapids because they were the Western Conference regular season champs. So unorthodox and honestly not the way I want it. I love the U.S. Open Cup. I think it's always fun. Obviously, not so great for Union fans. Obviously, we've had three heartbreaks in the finals, but it's good to have this back. has a little bit more sense of normality, especially as a, us worldwide soccer fan. We all know worldwide in soccer that these domestic uh, tournaments are really big, and they're a lot of fun, and they do great things for the sport. So it is good to see. Um, a little bit of changes going into this year. Uh, the MLS teams will be in it in the in on a round prior to they'll be in the third round this year uh, whereas as they go usually the MLS clubs will make it into the the further rounds uh, we'll have ourselves 17 clubs from the MLS representing the U.S. Open Cup um, so it should be a lot of fun and I'm excited to see what exactly happens and what goes down it's good to have these guys back pretty much that it's it's that's just the gist of it. it's pretty good to have this tournament back um, and if you're a union fan you should be excited for that as well so welcome back the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. We'll see if we get some Union fireworks in this year's uh, iteration of the Open Cup. Let me know your guys' thoughts on the U.S. Open Cup and how you guys feel about it in 2022. All right, guys, that's going to do it here for me. Uh, do, uh, quick quick reminder, Dupe by the River will be back. Uh, we're taking a little break uh, for the holidays. Obviously, you know, we went hard this season. We, we got you guys episodes after every single match. Uh, so we're giving the guys a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather. Uh, but make sure you guys, uh, I will have you posted with everything Union, of course. And also Tim Lovenguth on Philly Sports Network. I will leave the description link in the descriptions below. He's got you set with all the articles as well. So if you want to catch up on anything Union, he will have articles for you. Zach Labasso just dropped a sick article that probably now uh, it, it doesn't help the situation because we just signed a striker and he had a great striker article. But definitely check out Philly Sports Network for all of your Philly sports, all your Philadelphia Union needs and all your Philly sports needs as well. But Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it here for today. Make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe for more Philly sports. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly. I'm telling you guys to do on. Relax, Union fans. Just relax. Jeez Louise. Get yourself an eggnog spiked. Talk to you guys soon.